right. Uh, thanks for checking out the Ohioan. Um, Craig, I'm here with Craig. Craig, I, I think you get paid by Peacock because you're a <laughs> you're a supporter of everything that Peacock. You know, you yeah. like wrestling because Peacock devotes to wrestling. You, yeah. you like the Olympics and Peacock's in the Olympics and everything. Um, I haven't seen the ratings yet, but at least in my house, we just haven't had the Olympics on. Yeah, we're not anti Olympics. It's just there's not with stuff on that we're watching or whatever the case might be. Um, I would imagine, like, I'm not hearing a ton of chatter about the Olympics. They can't be as quite as popular as they were before. What's your feeling, and how would you make it better? I mean, we talked Rudy Giuliani. You want Rudy Giuliani to compete? Or how would you make the Olympics better? You know, I think we've kind of talked about this before, and we talked about it last week a little bit. I, I think that whether it's our country or Canada or anything else that we really need better promotion of the athletes themselves. We have all of these great athletes. They are training their whole lives to be the greatest in their sport. Whether you know what the sport is or not, the idea is that they're training day and night. And I, I, you know, when in my old paper in Fremont, we had an Olympian, an Olympic uh, shooter, uh, archer, that we covered and you know the the amount of time and effort that goes into training and and being prepared is is just one of the great sacrifices in athleticism and i i don't think you know there's there's certain names that i know going into the olympics but there's always people that you discover which is fun but i also think that one of the things that especially peacock and universal can do in having the olympics is to really get the promotion out on these athletes, you know, like yesterday, if you didn't know that the, the women's program uh, figure skating program was going on, you, you missed history. This, this Russian girl, uh, and I'll try, I'll probably butcher her name, but Cam, uh, Camila Valieva, 15 years old, hits the first quad jump in Olympics history, which is four rotations. When that if you would you wouldn't have known about that had you not been watching. It wasn't like you know I didn't see commercials saying, "Stay you know tune in tonight at you know for the coverage of the figure skating where you're going to see history," and she did it twice I think or actually yeah twice and missed the third one. But you know that's the kind of stuff that NBC needs to promote. They need to promote their athletes. They need to promote the sports in general. I mean, it just seems like there's not enough of that. That's, that's the one thing that I would change. Well, here's the other thing. The Olympics have added sports for the years, but you know, Craig had a couple conversations and they all kind of came back professional conversations, but they all came back to, Hey, if something's not working, how do we make it better? And it, it was a professional question. And, if we're, we're looking at the Olympics in a professional way, saying how we get more people to care, how we get more people to watch, well, I don't think any of the events necessarily stink, but try to find that one unifying event. Yeah. And you're right, part of it is with figure skating, they're not promoting their athletes good enough. So, yeah, some of those unifying events can be a sport like figure skating, but is there a new sport that we could either come up with, or is there a new a weird Olympic sport that we could add to the Olympics to have that way where you know, we're sitting on podcasts going, dang, Craig, we got to watch the, you know, whatever that is. And I, the closest we got to figure skating, but I have no idea who these figure skaters are. Right. Um, yeah. 
I mean, that's where it comes down to. So I, I think it's harder in the winter games, especially because the right. summer games you have basketball, you have track games that people played in high school growing up. You, there aren't a lot like I mean, you might skateboard or snowboard, but you know, odds are you're not doing it at a professional, near professional level, or there's not a high school sport for it. Um, you know, I think the closest game and maybe the one game that could galvanize the countries is curling. And here's why. Curling looks like the most mundane sport out there, but it is so fun to watch. I actually, when I was in college, I actually got a chance to go at BG because I was taking Canadian studies and we actually did some curling. We actually, you know, played with the stones and got to learn the game a little bit. Um, and it's a lot of fun and it's, it's a lot harder than you think, but I think a lot of people watching it think that they could do it because honestly, the people that are doing it, especially in the United States are club members that just like to curl and they end up becoming the best people in the country. And then they go on to the Olympic games to represent us. So that's probably the galvanizing sport because it's the kind of sport that you watch it and you think that you could do it. So then, and there's also some drama with it and you, you know, you kind of fall for it a little bit, even though it's not ultra spicy, it doesn't have a lot of, uh, you know, you know, big time things happening. It's not a lot of, it's, there's a lot of hurry up and wait. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of things that you don't know about with the rules, but at the end of the day, it, it has this sort of bringing you together because you feel like you could do it. Craig, I got you top before we have to go. Um, I know paintball is a winter sport. Let's say we have paintball or a snowball fight. Because what would be better of having teams of 10 or 20? And then, you know, it would make me laugh because it brings up all these war memories. Yeah. I mean, hey, England is going after Germany, you know. Everyone's yeah, like, yeah, you know. And <laughs> I mean, all these memories of past yeah. wars, we could relive them. And, you yeah. know, we don't have to just talk about it. You don't have to make fun of, you know, Germany called Hitler or whatever. But just, you know, you can have fun with it. I, yeah. You talk about Galilee's country. I mean, good yeah. night. Well, I, I think I think yeah, I think dodgeball should be a sport in the Olympics, whether you okay. do it in the summer or winter. I think dodgeball should be a sport. Um, you've go. got other, you know, you've got other things that you know are sports that are in the Olympics that probably don't need to be there, but they're there. So why not dodgeball? We solved the big um, challenge. <laughs> All right, well, hey, we got to move on to our next show. But thanks for checking out the Ohioan. Uh, let us know if you have something you want us to talk about. I mean. Craig and I are coming up with ideas. If you have an idea, just uh, leave a comment, email us, whatever, and lots of ways to supporting us. So thanks for your time. Have a great day. Right. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.